Hey, sweet girl, how you doing? I just want to remind you that you are seen and known and loved by the king of the universe. Are you happy today? Or do you feel like your life is just kind of blah? Do you ever look at those people who seem genuinely happy all the time and wonder how they do it? I mean, it's almost like they wake up in the morning and take a happy pill. Sometimes they're pretty annoying, right? Nothing seems to get them down. They're always looking on the bright side of things. But you know, somewhere deep inside, we kind of envy them. So what is their secret to happiness? Is it just the personality you're born with? Or is it something more? A lot of times people try and find happiness and getting more stuff, money, relationships with other people, and even in their own accomplishments. But is that where happiness truly lies? You know, it says in 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 11, Paul is encouraging Timothy, and he's saying, telling him, be content and be godly, because that's what's going to add richness to your life and happiness. And he also warned Timothy, he said, don't run after money. Don't go after material things because you're not going to find happiness, not true lasting happiness there. Sure, when you get those new shoes that you've wanted for so long, yeah, there are feelings of happiness there. They just look so good. But that doesn't last. Happiness with stuff is very fleeting. It goes away quickly, and there's always that next thing that you really want to have. It says that the love of money is the root of all evil in verse 10. Now notice it doesn't say that money is evil, but when material things become our focus, when they become what we are living for, when they become what? we are trying to fill our lives with to get that happiness, evil is going to come right along with it. If we try to find happiness in getting things, we're going to be sorely disappointed. Some people try and find happiness in relationships. No, God created a desire within us to be known and loved. And it's a desire that only He can truly fill. And many times we search for happiness in relationships with our friends, you know, with a significant other. But when we are looking to other people to make us happy and to meet those needs and desires that God placed in our lives for him to fill, we're always, always going to be disappointed You know, that's why God said in Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, to love him with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength, because he is the only one who is going to be able to fill that desire, to fill those needs to be known and loved that are deep within you. When you're seeking him and you are loving him, His love and peace is going to fill your soul to 
overflowing. In Psalm 139, it talks about how intimately God knows you. Did you know that he knows what you're going to say before you say it? He sees you when you sit down and when you get up. He understands your deepest desires. He understands the deepest needs of your soul. And not only that, but he loves you. No one but him can meet those needs. When we try and find significance in relationships with other people, it's kind of like trying to swim across the Atlantic Ocean. You might think that you're, you're doing well for a while, but eventually you're going to run out of strength. That person is going to disappoint you and you're going to drown. Happiness cannot come from a relationship with another person. Not lasting happiness. Sure, when you meet that guy and he's so sweet and so tall and so handsome and he just is so kind to you, you might feel like you are on top of the world. But I have a secret to tell you. In 70 years, he's not going to be quite so handsome. He probably won't be quite so tall. And unless you both are loving God with all of your hearts and all of your souls, he might not be quite so sweet. (laughs) That's why your significance has to come from your relationship with God. He will never fail you. He will never let you down because he's the only one big enough to meet the needs of your soul. Some people try and find happiness in accomplishments. (laughs) They work hard to get ahead. You know, sometimes it might be working really hard in academics to get that full ride scholarship or working 70 hours a week to get that promotion and the dream job that y'all always wanted. But in Matthew 16, verse 26, it has a really good question. It says, what good is it going to do you if you gain the whole world? If you accomplish your dreams, if you get everything you ever wanted by the sweat of your brow, but you lose your soul? (laughs) You know, those who have sacrificed everything to get to the top usually find it pretty empty after the initial excitement has worn off. Honestly, it's only the things that are done for Christ out of a motivation of love for him that will truly matter. Lasting happiness won't come in getting that dream job. It won't come from a full-ride scholarship It won't come from any athletic accomplishment. It'll only come from serving the Lord out of a heart of love for him. You know, there were two girls, both about 13 years old, and they were orphans. Their parents had died in a plague in a country across the sea. And uh, they did what they had to do to survive. That often included stealing food. 
At one point, both of them were caught and they were taken and sentenced uh, to live in a very dark prison. At the sentencing, the king of that country came and saw them and he took pity on them. And he pardoned them and actually brought them into his palace and adopted them, made him made them his daughters, and it pretty much gave them everything they could ever imagine. One of those girls was so thankful, and she remembered where she had been and what he had saved her from. And she constantly had a heart of gratitude and a heart that said thank you. And she was constantly amazed at all of the wonderful things that surrounded her. The other girl was like that for a while, but after she got used to living at the palace, you know, she began to believe that she deserved all of this. And one day, as the king was sitting in his throne room, he looked and saw her as she came in the back door, and she was holding her pillow. He asked her what she was doing, and she proceeded to tell him that her pillow wasn't fit enough for her and that it was too lumpy and that she needed a new pillow. Her attitude was terrible. It was not one of gratitude at all. And he looked at the pillow and said, you know what, I, I think this pillow is perfectly adequate for you. I don't think you need a new pillow. At which point she threw herself to the ground and began throwing a royal temper tantrum. She accused him of not loving her, of not giving her what she needed, and and frankly, she was quite miserable. You know, the same is true of us. If you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have accepted his payment for your sin, he saved you from death. He has saved you from being separated from him for all eternity and living in the lake of fire. And that's pretty amazing. And if he didn't do anything else for you, that in itself is absolutely credible. But he does. He provides for us and he helps us and he blesses us. He loves to give us good gifts. But do we have a heart of gratitude like that first girl? Or have we become comfortable with what he's done for us and insist that he give us more? Do we thank him for everything he's done for us? Or do we complain about the things that we think we need that we don't have? What was the difference between the two girls? He rescued them both from the same thing. Why was one so happy and the other so miserable? You know, do you look around and see the things that other people have and that you don't? Or do you focus on being thankful for the things you do have, for what God has done in your life? <laughs> you know, somebody challenged me once and said, if you were to wake up tomorrow with only the things you had been thankful for today, what would you have left? <laughs> it really makes you stop and think. When we are thankful people, we're able to see the good that God is doing in our lives. It helps us to get a good perspective on what really matters in life. So where does true happiness come from? We know it doesn't come from getting things. 
Lasting happiness doesn't come from relationships with people. Lasting happiness doesn't come from what we accomplish in our lives. The secret is understanding who you are in the eyes of God and finding your significance in your relationship with Him and having a heart of gratitude for everything that He has done for you. Be thankful for the things that you have in your life. Learn to be content in the place that He has you and trust that He knows what He's doing. You are seen, you are known, and you are loved by the King of the universe. That is cause for lasting happiness.